0: Welcome to Catholic Radio for Katie Anna's presentation of Cajun Catholics. Here's your host, Todd Citron.
1: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.
0: Amen. Dear Lord, we thank you for bringing us here in this beautiful day. Dear Holy Spirit, come to be with us. Give us the words to speak, to proclaim your goodness, to proclaim our love for the poor and help me to be a witness of the work we do in guatemala to your poor people there
1: in your name we pray amen amen name of the father son holy spirit amen amen you're listening to cajun catholics i'm your host todd citron excited today Mm -hmm. to have mr david Fongi he is a resident of New Iberia, originally from Morgan City. Uh, welcome to the show,
0: David. Hey, Todd. How are you doing? Thank you, man, I'm doing
1: well. Uh, so the Holy Spirit put us together today. Um, uh, David uh, had reached out and uh, has a great story. I always like to say the reach, the, uh, reach of the Cajun Catholics is wide and deep, and uh, we'll prove that today. But tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: I was born and raised in Morgan City, Louisiana, and... Uh, been graced with uh, to be raised by really great parents, you know, who introduced me to the Catholic faith and raised me there and through Catholic schools and whatnot. And uh, I'm married now, met a, uh, went to school in Louisiana Tech, uh, got a degree in aviation there, met my wife Julie there. We have three beautiful children who were uh, all out of the house now. The last one <laughs> was graduating in August from college. Uh, How old are you, David? Um, 53 okay all right we're mm-hmm. about the
1: same age uh-huh. very nice so uh, so tell us your day job that because it's our, our listeners will find that very interesting uh,
0: okay well for the last 28 23 years uh, I've been a pilot uh, first, with continental, continental Airlines, and then we merged with United. So now it's all United. Yeah. So
1: Cool. Uh, uh, and I know David's got a, a mission story to tell, uh, and we're going to definitely get to that. I, I have so many questions when they told me you were coming on, but just give me a little bit about what I, I would like to know uh, just right out of the shoot. You know, when you fly, um, uh, do you pray before? Uh, or pray I,
0: in the sky? I pray often. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, I'd probably be lying if I told you that I prayed every time before. Right. But I do pray often. That's yeah. nice. A lot of times for maybe for a good smooth landing, too. Sure. <laughs> so tell us about the mission. Uh, and I always carry a rosary in my pocket. I've been oh, a member, nice. member of the Knights of Columbus for over 30 years now, you know. So, uh, oh, that's a good so feeling. I, I have that with me I like. I like the day. pilot having
1: a rosary in his pocket. Right on. All the time. <laughs> so good. And, tell us a little bit yeah. about your mission.
0: Uh, so, yeah. So the, for the past... Uh, I've been a Catholic mission with uh, the mission uh, called uh, Encantando Con Cristo. It translates to "Encountering My Christ." The mission's been uh, in operation now for the last. This is our 15th anniversary this year, and I've been involved with it for the last 12 years now. So it all started. It was interestingly enough, you know, I would travel a lot to Central America and all, and we would carry missionaries, you know, because you could see them with their T-shirts on sure and whatnot, are. and. Never in my life I ever thought I would be one of them, <laughs> until uh, one day our daughter, our oldest daughter, came home. she was at the uh, school at Catholic High in Iberia, and her friend of hers went on the mission, so she says, "I want to go." You know And then her mother quickly responded, "Well, if she goes, you have to go." So <laughs> saying, well, I know how that goes.: I'm in, you know And then uh, I've always, you know, loved the Catholic faith. I was at that point in time, I would have to say, I was probably a very average Catholic. You know, I didn't pray my rosary very often at all. Quite honestly, I, had, I did my best to go to church, of course, every weekend. And but other than that, that was that was about it. You know, but after uh, going on this mission, it was uh, just a just an incredible spiritual new area. We help we help a lot of people, and I can talk about that more a little bit. But I got a lot more of it, and I still do quite honestly than I give. You know, I'm sure. So when I came back. Uh, I started reaching out to people because, as a matter of fact, a friend of mine wanted me to go through a, a, a Cursia retreat. Mm-hmm. So the very day I got back, I said, I want to go. I'm ready. I need nice. more. Nice. You know, so, uh, so and I've learned over the last number of years that, you know, the more you give, the more you say yes to God, things are going to be pretty awesome, you know, really. Yeah. and.
1: You and I have a lot in common. Uh, I have three daughters, and I was blessed to go on, on mission trips with all of them. And, right uh, and it did. It's such a conversion moment, you know. Mm-hmm. I had the same experience.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah, all of our children have been, too, yeah. and my wife. That's beautiful.
1: beautiful. And I made yeah. Kursia as well. Right on. Yeah. Right on. I can't say enough about that, for uh-huh. sure.
0: You know, so uh, and we we're excited. We were able to go. We had to miss last year because of the virus. But we just got back. Actually, a few weeks ago, we spent uh, a couple weeks in Guatemala this year. So we were happy to go back. To so serve. tell
1: us a little bit about Guatemala uh, uh, for our
0: listeners that don't have great geography. And a yeah. lot of
1: the kids don't, I'll tell you.
0: Right. So it's uh, it's not very far away, actually. Uh, it's uh, about just a, a little over a two-hour flight from Houston, believe it or not. It's mm-hmm. about the same amount to fly to Orlando as it is to Guatemala. Wow. Just a little over two hours. Uh, a very, very, uh, it's, a, it's a sizable country. Guatemala City itself is very large, about 7 million people. However, uh, the first couple years I went on mission with Father Robert Cruz, who's our director, it is a Catholic mission, obviously, Mm -hmm. Uh, we worked a couple hours from the city. Uh, However, he would always say, I want to go to the poorest of the poor, you know, to help these people in these remote regions. So for the last 11 years, we've been doing that in the the area of Alta Verapaz, Guatemala. It's about a... On a good day, it's a 12-hour bus ride, basically, Mm -hmm. to get there. It's taken us as long as 16, you know, mountain roads and whatnot. And like I said before, a lot of missionaries go to these countries. However, uh, we were the first missionaries to ever go to this area of Guatemala. It's an extremely mountainous area. We average, you know, we just got back. I think we averaged uh, hiking seven miles a day and about three hours a day. And we bring, uh, to these people, well, basically there's all these villages in the, in the mountain region and we're on number 14, I believe. And each village ranges from between 28 and 35 families roughly. Uh, and they live very far out in the mountains in homes that are just stick walls and tin roofs generally. So what the roles there, are? if you're, you're a dude, you know, you're, you're a farmer and if you're a female, you are, you know, you collect water up to four to six hours a day generally and they cook so what we've done to these villages which has been just tremendous uh, is bringing for every family a water cistern which holds about 200 Mm -hmm. gallons of water a filter with that to make a couple gallons potable every day for them to drink uh, a a wood-burning stove because they cook over an open fire generally so this gets the smoke out of their house Mm -hmm. a solar panel uh, mainly because they would buy candles for to have light at night, and it wasn't really dangerous the candles. But the reason we did the solar panel because the candles are expensive for them, you know, to buy. So now they don't have My that. kids would say like, "Dad, there's and Wi-Fi there." No, no power, <laughs> no running water, nothing. I've, you know, and actually, you know, and I've probably I've been in over five hundred homes in these areas, and I've yet to even see a bed, mm. not one wow. bed. Wow. However, check this out. So their faith is so incredibly strong. I have never seen a house with a bed, but I have never seen a house without an altar. Wow. Everyone has an altar, and it's the most simplest thing sometimes. Uh, You know, maybe have an ear of corn or some cocoa beans or coffee beans that they grow, you know. uh, So they're a very faithful and grateful people. Generally catechized?
1: uh, Are they Christian? They're all Catholic, actually. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Wow.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that, that whole region, uh, if you're not familiar with, you know, I would encourage anyone who's not familiar with Our Lady of Guadalupe, to become familiar with her apparition mm-hmm. and her and the story, because that's what led to Catholicism being so, so widespread. Supernatural, there. no doubt. You know, it's an incredible story. Yeah. So
1: just. So I know that when I've been on mission trip, many many supernatural things have happened. I right. could tell you stories, and you'd probably people would roll their eyes and go, "You're making that up," you know. Uh, we we were painting houses, and in in a, in a paint can, I took a picture, and it was the Blessed Mother. I mean, just so vividly, um, I, and how I I don't even know how we recognize that in the picture, but I'm sure you've uh-huh. seen some some things, some pretty cool yeah, things. Tell us about right. it.
0: right. <laughs> uh, well, not not only in 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 guatemala but but different areas of the world that i've traveled quite honestly too you know uh so and and sometimes i have a hard time believing these myself wow
1: (laughs) some things when you're flying honestly cool things really nothing there no
0: but just at for instance i was uh i would go to india a lot for a certain period of my career Mm -hmm. and i would go to a mass at 6 a.m in the morning and then we would have breakfast and we would sleep all day is kind of the way it rolled as far as to be arrested to come home you know so one time i was on my way back and there was a man laying on the street uh who had been beaten like blood everywhere and he could hardly move he was looking up at me and so i walked past and it was not long after i made my cursia actually and i just stopped about 20 feet from him and started to pray you know and like lord please send someone to help this man because i can't help him you know I don't know, hospitals, I don't speak the language, Uh, and then just a few seconds after that, uh, three men, like there was a big wall, a big concrete wall with a bend in it, you know, and three men walked out from that wall, from behind the corner, you know, picked him up, and one of them looked at me as he was walking out, and he nodded his head at me like this, so, and I'd walked past there already, and and you, you might think I'm crazy, but it's, Uh, there was no door in the wall three angels you know that's wow that's what I believe you know and uh, that's powerful so I try to one thing I've learned over the last number of years is the power of prayer is just out of the box, you know.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. And, and, and as a United pilot, and, and and David must fly all over the place, you know, one of the things that, and I get to travel some through, I'm blessed to travel through work, but, you know, that the mass is the same everywhere.
0: It's insane that you right. can go. Yeah, it it that is. Touches. That's the greatest thing about it. I've been to mass yeah. in India, like I said. I've been to mass in China, uh, Taiwan, all kind of crazy places. And it's, even though you don't know the language, you know, you can always participate. And you're always and,
1: able to find a and, church. And I mean, always, no problem.
0: And always, yeah. Now, even you know, in China, yeah. For so. for
1: us, uh, not so much practicing Catholics. You know, it, it can be done, right? I mean, this man travels all over uh, and and finds time to get to mass. I think that's so beautiful. You it's know, a beautiful, uh,
0: it's a beautiful, it's beautiful, beautiful yeah, faith we have. You that's know, that's nice. And and one thing I would like to mention too is that the sure. people in Guatemala they're so remote. Uh, they only see a priest maybe once a year. That's how far out mm. they are so to have a priest like father robert who's a director in their village for a week or eight or nine days it's just unbelievable you know there and but to still see their great faith even not even be able to go to math is a great testament to to how faithful they are you know i guess in that tell me about how uh, matthew
1: twenty five forty wraps in
0: oh okay yeah matthew twenty five forty, and i might the different there's different versions of it maybe but, but uh our whole, our whole mission and everything we do is centered around Matthew 25:40. It's on everything you see with regard to our nonprofit, and it's basically the words of our Lord when He says, "Whatever you do to these least of these brothers of mine, you do unto me." You know, nice. you do unto me, and that is, we, that's what keeps us going yeah. every day. Yeah.
1: Okay, so um, how does the
0: coffee uh, fit into all that? Ah, okay, so great. Thanks for bringing that up. Uh-huh. Uh, so I didn't forget. Uh, so about six years ago, Father Robert again, uh, he loves the poor, loves to serve the poor. Uh, he's a great, a great witness and a great uh, priest to our Catholic Church. And so about, I'm on the board of directors for the nonprofit. So a few years ago, about six years ago, he was saying that how can we help these children you know he holds like three master's degrees and how can we help these children get an education and we were just like let's just do it right so we started our educational scholarship program so we've been very blessed lately to be able to uh, fund these projects like the water systems and solar panels and and everything in stoves that we put in these homes however we wanted to be able to a source of find a source of funding just for that directly and to be able to expand that program, so I
1: want to remind our listeners: you're listening to Cajun Catholics. Today's guest is Mr. David Fongi. He is from Morgan City originally, uh, living in New Iberia now. A good, a great Cajun Catholic, and uh, and has a very unique uh, occupation. Not many in Lafayette are United Airlines pilots, and uh, gets to travel all over the world, and at the same time bring bring the uh, just evangelize right. Uh, and has this wonderful mission in Guatemala going. Uh, so if someone wanted to buy this coffee, how, how would they do so?
0: Well, we have a number of stores that are have it, actually. Uh, Go Fresh is a gas station in Youngsville. Also, La Bodega is a Latin American food store on Ambassador Caffrey mm-hmm. in New Iberia. You can get it at the Blue Butterfly, which is downtown, a boutique store, Bilo Supermarket, and uh, also the Rosary House. Actually oh, nice. sells it there,
1: and uh, David and, brought up brought the coffee. It's in a beautiful package. Uh, got a beautiful picture of Jesus on the coffee, and it says Supremo. <laughs> we also have a website
0: where you can yeah. uh, we can ship all over the country and the world. Actually, it's uh, if you type in the number four missioncoffee.com, dot uh, it'll go straight to our e commerce site where you can buy it there, or. Uh, if you'd like any other information, if you want to write down our phone number, uh, our telephone number is uh, 985-300-3227. We offer all kind of different avenues. Uh, we can, you know, have it in restaurants. Yeah. Uh, we can do private label coffee for your business, for either gifts or, you know, anything like that. We need to, to get like. it in some of the local restaurants, huh? That's uh, what we would love to do. Yeah. We don't have any restaurants yet, but it's. Uh, it's a very, I'm gonna very high I'm gonna quality. plug that
1: connection in thank for you. you today. I've got a, <laughs> got I've got strange connections uh, outside oh, the car business. Thank you for that <laughs> because it's
0: uh, and I just can't say enough about it because we're so happy to say that it's every penny goes towards the poor and but it's also a very very high quality coffee. How you nice. know, it could be fifteen to sixteen dollars a bag, and we're selling it. For instance, on the website, we sell it for twelve. Because we have certain fees associated with that, of course, but generally you can buy it in the stores for mm-hmm. around 10 dollars. $10. So, what is? Uh, give me some perspective. Um, uh, when
1: you're when you're flying, uh, I mean, I, not none of us get to sit in the in the pilot seat, um, and and to have such a strong prayer life uh, at the same time. I mean is is your perspective on your faith uh, when you're up in the air like that nah, i mean how's that i mean you're kind of closer to heaven than everybody else yeah um. you know the biggest thing for me
0: todd is that i've always been uh enamored really by the power of creation mm-hmm. i guess uh, i love to spend time outdoors fishing duck hunting and Sometimes I'll go out and I won't even fire my gun or even load it. I'll just drink coffee. Nice, <laughs> <You know>? Guatemalan <laughs> and, uh, coffee. And we uh, thanks. <laughs> and we uh, <laughs> we're going to be good friends. Pretty much now all the time. Yeah, that's all we yeah. have. But uh, but also the same thing. We get in flight. You know, we get a pretty good view of everything up front. And we get to, just to see a lot of beautiful things. And and I've just my last trip, I, I'm trying to remember what we saw. But I was like, wow, look at that. You know, and then the co pilot said, yeah, it did great with the stuff we get to see up here. And, And after I've been in this business now for a total of 32 years, Mm. you know, as a commercial pilot, and I'm still uh, excited that I get yeah uh, every time excited about about the things I see. Sometimes not every day, but most days.
1: We we had um, uh, Greg Gotro is an NFL referee in Lafayette, and and uh, he came on the show. And one of the things that impressed me, or touch me was how he said that even in the nfl which you wouldn't think so much they they pray before they they uh, go out and uh, and onto the field even you know not necessarily catholic but uh but do you, uh, do you what's the faith life of some of the co-pilots you know is that something that's ever good, good question yeah. you
0: know it actually says and you know in many of our things that it's something that's not supposed to be talked about really is that quickly. right and uh just because they don't want Uh, as it goes along the same thing with politics and anything like that they don't want any kind of uh i'm missing the word now but uh, any keep it secular i guess uh, anything anything to cause divisiveness yeah i I guess between us and which is important you know and i see uh it's very important actually but um, you know i'm surprised now that once i became stronger in my faith and deeper in my faith i was more comfortable talking about it uh i used to not be you know really but now i am and and yeah. I find now that once you start talking about it, Can't everyone stop. else wants to talk about yeah. it too. You know, and even if they're not Catholic, right. uh, and uh, they all want to talk about it mostly. And then, and I'm thankful that now that I've, I still have a ways to go. You know, for the rest of my life, I'll be learning. Hopefully, yeah. However, I'm more comfortable talking about the Catholic faith and can. Uh, I don't want to use the word defend it, but talk with sure. some intelligence about, why, about yeah. why we do what we do. You know. And, and everything.
1: Absolutely. Do you have a favorite saint or a uh, devotion to? You? Not so much. I guess I'd Saint Mother Teresa probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, help the poor. Have you been to Calcutta? I have not. No, not actually. Uh, okay, so we were talking on the way over on the show that you have been to the Holy Land and sure. I have as well and I thought that was amazing. Uh tell us some of
0: those highlights. Yeah, we went on a pilgrimage in 2019. Uh, so it's just over just over 2 years ago uh, with Father Robert and we spent uh, a total of 21 days there really really powerful Uh, I took my wife actually we went a few days early to go to Jaffa because that wasn't on our on our itinerary so I wanted her to see that and uh, but we ended up going there anyway so just all these sites that you know you read about in the Bible it's like it's like living the Bible you know like we went to this church in Jaffa where uh, you know St. Peter raised someone from the dead you know and I remember when I started deepening my faith and getting into the Bible more the Acts of the Apostles I was like wow you know, I'd heard about Jesus reading, Jesus raising people from the dead, but never the apostles. Mm-hmm. So that that really, really touched me in a deep way, and, and it kept me digging more. Yeah, they know, say that's the those. fifth gospel. You know, right? It's and to uh, see the the places like, and Galilee was really impressive. Oh, I love Galilee. You know, right? Uh, places where Jesus yeah. would have walked. You know, like this this uh, you might have been there where there was a synagogue. They yeah. Discovered that was first century synagogue basically and they were like Jesus would Capernaum, walked- I think, yeah. Yeah, Jesus would've walked through this door, you know. Isn't that amazing? Incredible. And you know,
1: I tell people from uh Good cajun Catholics uh that Galilee is a lot like Toledo Ben, you know. I don't know, that's my <laughs> analogy. It's it's kind of a similarly sized lake with with, with mountains all around it. Yeah,
0: know? right on. Yeah. Uh,
1: that's awesome. Uh such we, we got to go to Jacob's well um in samaria
0: did you? oh we didn't go there oh man that was something we drank from jacob's What water. that was intense Nice. i yeah. saw that on the that was one of the sh- on the chosen that you know oh. series is, we've been watching uh i'm so thankful amazing. you're
1: here david i can't and, tell you uh, how many guests i've had that have not seen the chosen and well, it's incredible uh, it's yeah. so good so <laughs> touching such so many great scenes everyone should watch that it just brings brings everything down yeah challenge our listeners to watch Mm -hmm. it's it's not made by catholics but boy i tell you there's a lot of catholic in there and uh, oh yeah yeah and i love the character of uh matthew i mean he is so it's awesome yeah right good show right right. so um okay tell us a little bit about uh uh, in regards to your faith how would you describe to a non-catholic that jesus is truly present in that eucharist how could you say that well
0: i mean basically i've I don't know, I've seen it, you know, uh, in the Eucharistic miracles. You know, a couple of years ago, I would I would travel to Buenos Aires, and there's a Eucharistic miracle there. So I'd been to the church a couple of times, and they wouldn't let me see it. No, <laughs> you know? that ain't right. Because they only bring it out on the 8th of the month, and my Spanish is not really awesome, you know, so. Uh, what would they but say? But I ended up figured out that, well, this this miracle occurred on the 8th of the month or whatever mm-hmm. year it was, I can't remember. However, but so on the eighth of every month, they expose the miracle at the mass and in the adoration chapel. So I took my son with me. I planned the trip on purpose to fly down there wow. the day before for work, so we would be off during that mass. And I took my son, and we went. We were there a little bit early, so I said, "Well, let's go to this adoration chapel," and start we pray the rosary. And so we were there, and then they, a little bit through the way, they removed the uh, the host from the the uh, in the in the chapel and replaced it with the miracle and we were like five feet from it you know and so you can't and i don't know if we have time to go into the story of that miracle however it's just the miracle of buenos aires is really really powerful and it was when pope francis was there as bishop. so (laughs) and so basically what happened was that because i met a priest there in the cathedral just through one day just going to the church just to visit you know and which, and he spoke English, which was awesome. So he kind of told me the story because most of the things you see when you search that miracle are in Spanish. You know, it's mm-hmm. difficult to understand. And so basically what happened was it was the year that, and or the day that they said it would be okay to receive communion in the hand, there was a lady at this small church in town dropped it on the floor. So they picked it up and put it in water and, uh, in the sacristy there, and, and they let it dissolve, basically. So they went back a week later. And it wasn't dissolved, but it had red spots all over it, which Mm -hmm. continued to grow. And this is when uh, uh, Pope Francis was then the bishop there, right? And so he had it stored. And then a year or so later, they took a piece of it and sent it to a city in California. I'm not going to name a city because I can't remember the exact one. And they didn't tell the doctor what it was at all. They said, could you uh, tell us what this is? You know, and he said it's, and it's always the same, right? It's always a certain part of the heart a certain blood type from a Jewish man, thirty-ish years old, mm. and but the doctor in this one, he says the problem I have with this sample is that I can't understand why the cells are still alive. Whoa! And it had been years, and yeah. it was from the host. So generally, the cells in your body live for like maybe three days. You know, I'm no doctor, obviously, but I've just yeah. heard of that. So that is just an incredible witness to our faith, right? Yes. That Jesus is present in the Eucharist. I asked uh, the right no question. Uh, and then when you go on to the Alcataca, we also did a Marian pilgrimage two years before that to Fatima for the 100th anniversary in Lourdes and La Salette and all these beautiful places and to see these incorrupt saints. Mm-hmm. You know, there are so many things that back up our faith that are just out of this world, literally, and they're just amazing to see. And, and I love talking about it. <laughs> yeah and we love hearing about it you know
1: and you know how you say some people have a front row seat to some of these things but literally he's sitting in the front row of that airplane and uh, going all over the world seeing our beautiful catholic faith That's a good cajun catholic right um so just a couple of minutes left on the show but david okay. um um yeah did we miss anything that you saw uh, you know one thing hurt?
0: we have coming up soon is we have a uh our annual golf tournament to to raise money for our, for our mission. So we, we do fundraising all throughout the year through fish fries and car washes and things like that. And whatever people can, can think of. And one thing I would like to mention too, is that, uh, every missionary that goes to Guatemala pays our own way. 100% of the expenses we pay so that everything we raise through these fundraisers and such go to the poor, Mm -hmm. just like our coffee. We work for free. So everything we make goes to the poor, right? Uh, and we've had over, you know, one great thing, too, is we've had just as many teenagers as adults go. Generally, it's uh, half, half young people. And we've had, I think, over 55 students from Catholic High School, 20-plus from Hanson and Franklin and, and various other schools around the area. So a lot of fruits have come from that, from yeah, these kids the going kid's there. Yeah, the greatest. You know, but our golf tournament is on September 18th at Chafalaya, Otterwood, and uh, Patterson. September 18th, and we nice have a... Nice golf course. It is, and, the, and uh, the website is missiongolf.org, missiongolf.org, and you can log in there. You can either buy a ticket for a team, I think it's $500, or you can... We also would love for you to buy a, a sponsor, a whole sponsor, which is a sign which talks about your business or a memory of anyone like that, so missiongolf.org. It's, it's, a, and it's a great, great, great way to help the poor. You know, we want... One thing we like to do is... We want everyone to be able to help the poor. And you can do that through a donation, you know, that's beautiful. our coffee. So what do you call the coffee? Guatemala
1: Mission Coffee. Guatemala Mission Coffee. You can get it uh, a few locations around town. You can Google that, I'm sure, and uh, go buy the coffee. It's just a great cause. It's uh, a testament to the Cajun Catholics and to David. What a wonderful ministry you have. Thank you
0: for doing that. Can I mention one more thing? Sure, sure. Because in 2019, we were actually really blessed and honored to find that uh, Pope Francis himself picked our mission to be the picture for World Mission Sunday. Oh, that's awesome. It was on all the envelopes even bought made us a chalice to use at our masses on the mission. And... What a blessing. That was great. You know. Okay, I mission. hope
1: you'll come back on the show soon and bring some of those missionaries. I will. Yeah, that'd okay. be awesome. Thank you, Todd. You've been listening to Cajun Catholics with today's guest, Mr. David Fongi. He has uh, just been a, a real blessing to Acadiana and representing us very well on, on, in the friendly skies. Uh... Thank you for being here. God bless you. Until next time, God bless and engage the Cajun Catholic in you.